knock it right, I promise that we gon' live it up She made me pay for it, till she give it up And I say the same thing every single time I say, you the fucking best, you the fucking best You the fucking best, you the fucking best Best I ever had, best I ever had Best I ever had, best I ever had, best I ever had. Best I ever had. I said, you the fucking know you got a roommate. Call me when there's no one there. Put the key under the mat and you know I be over there. I be over there. Shout it, I be over there. I be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know was there. <laughs> and you don't even have to ask twice. You can have my heart or we can share it like the last slice. Always felt like you were so accustomed to the fast life. Have a nigga thinking that he met you in a past life. Sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup. On. That's when you're the prettiest. I hope that y'all don't take it wrong. Y'all don't even trip when friends say you ain't bringing Drake along. You know that I'm working. I'll be there soon as I make it home. Is she a patient in my waiting room? Never pay attention to the rumors and what they assume. What's goody? What's goody, Anchor? Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Fucking Spicy with 7 Million. Um, unfortunately, Cody will not be present for this episode, but don't worry. Because Seven has a little plan in mind, little does she know it, that she's going to have to record three episodes back to back when she does have the time (laughs) as punishment for not being present for this episode. But we got to do what we got to do. So I'm going to be solo for keeping it fucking spicy. And I wanted to make sure because I know every Wednesday the the people that do listen to um keeping it fucking spicy you're expecting to hear something on wednesday so i'm here (laughs) so uh in this episode i'm just going to be going over some questions that a few people have for us regarding um our chair and regarding our dancing so i'm going to be answering those questions and then when cody will be available she can do the second part of it with uh giving her answers and also we were supposed to be talking about um being pregnant teens at um in high school just over a weekend for a class so i'm going to be touching bases on all of my experiences and then when cody is available she's going to be answering her portion so this will be split up into two parts Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-C-V-I-N-S-P-N-C-E-R. Let's get into it. So one of the questions that someone, um, it's it's a long list, (laughs) Uh, not that long, but uh, just a few questions that people have for us since we have mentioned in some of our earlier episodes that we actually did chair, we did dance. And uh, Cody actually ended up furthering her cheer career way more than I did. So congratulations to her on that. And um, the high school she went to was phenomenal for her. So shout out to that. The first question was, who was most likely to become captain out of seven or Cody? Okay, now. I immediately said Cody because Cody has great leadership skills. She's phenomenal. But what she doesn't want to be bothered with, she's not going to be bothered with. (laughs) But nonetheless, she does have great leadership qualities. Now, since she would have became captain, 
okay? That goes without question. She would have made me co-captain, okay? So I would have been co-captain because I had no choice because we're best friends. So if she's in charge, that makes me in charge. Now, me personally, with cheering, I never wanted to be the bitch in charge, ever. I didn't want to be in charge of snacks because I was poor. I didn't want to be in charge of shit. I wanted to show up and leave <laughs> at a set time. Now, with being a captain or being a co-captain, your tasks are going to be a lot different from the other members of the squad. Meaning, you're going to have to come up with cheers. You're going to have to come up with dances. You're going to have to stay later at the practice. You're going to have to have time available for people that may need extra help. Um, also, winning or losing, the coach is going to come down hard on you. You're responsible for everything. The whole weight of the team lands on your shoulders. I don't want that kind of fucking responsibility. I, I'm just going to say what the fuck it is. I'm not the extra credit bitch like that. Like, um... Get in and get the fuck out. <laughs> it is more of how I am. But since she's my best friend, she would have made me co-captain. So I would have had to do the shit whether I liked it or not. Now, the next question was, who was most likely to come up with the best cheers? Out of Cody and Seven. I put Cody because Cody was phenomenal at cheer once she really started taking it serious she was phenomenal I was good with cheers but I wasn't good with like making up cheers I was like um I was good at dancing so I can come up with the dance element but all of the cheer um spelling out the school name listen <laughs> All of, all of that shit would have been on Cody. Now, with me having more experience in the game, because um, we first started cheering in the sixth grade. So, we thinking by the time we get to high school, you know what I'm saying? I would have already been three or four years in. So, at that time, I believe I could have probably came up with some cheers. And this is something that I'm doing all of the time. Now, the next question who was most likely to have a family member be at all of their games? Seven or Cody? Now, this is a trick question because the households we grew up in, these niggas ain't coming. Point blank period. They gonna be like, what the fuck we look like watching y'all cheer on somebody else? What we look like? So... Nobody in my house was coming, you know, they on crack runs, they doing other shit. And I don't want these niggas involved, no way to embarrass me, okay? Put me on a cheer scholarship so where I don't have to ask these niggas for shit, <laughs> okay? Cause they ain't coming, point blank period. Um, after my grandmother got saved and stopped doing crack and shit, allegedly, um, she would have been in, at the game probably trying to put holy oil on people, embarrassing me, doing wild shit. So nobody on my end was coming. Okay, now on Cody's end, I don't want to speak for her, but when I kind of ran these questions by her, she like, 
they wasn't coming. So collectively, for both of us, these niggas ain't showing up. Point blank, period. The next question was, whose house would it be used to practice cheers, dance, tumbling, and etc.? Um, out of Cody or Seven. <laughs> Again, that wasn't going to be possible for either one of us, okay? Because I grew up in a nasty-ass house with rats and roaches. Might fuck around and tumble, land on a rat, and, um, and you're going to be scarred for life, okay? Period. So, my house was going to be out when it came to any form of practice, my great-grandmother didn't want niggas in her house. Not because she knew it was nasty as fuck. She just didn't want niggas in it. Okay? Not, not kids. She wanted, you know, the people that can do shit for her. Like her little cracked out painters and shit like that for her construction business. No shade, but a lot of them were a hot fucking mess. No shade. So, when it comes to Cody House... Her aunt wasn't going to be having that shit either. Like, as long as Cody and I were best friends since the fifth grade, we have never spent a night over each other's house. Ever. It never happened. Um, it's like we were almost in passing of each other's house. Like, we lived right across the street from each other. Never spent a night at each other's house. Isn't that some shit? So... Her family wasn't going to allow us to be practicing in it. So most likely, we were going to have to do what we started off doing, which is practicing outside in the freezing cold. Below zero weather, Cody and I are dedicated. We're practicing outside. We have her sisters involved. Um, the other girl who lived on the block was involved. Like in the freezing cold but as kids you don't really care about it being cold you just more so know this is something that you want to do and i need the space to do this now if she would have been captain like her ass should have been we would have been using that motherfucking gym um she would have had a key to the school so we was going to be practicing in the fucking school or or maybe the coach could have let us practice at her house. I don't know how that really would have worked out. But I know for certain schools, the captains do have a key to the school to get in. You know, which can be used for other things as well. Okay. <laughs> Who was most likely... <laughs> Who was most likely to be kicked off the squad for a technicality? Um, such as a scandal. Neither one of us, because um, Cody and I, we took cheer very serious. Anything that we said we wanted to do, we tried to put our best foot forward, and we did take it very serious. So I don't think I, we, neither one of us would have been kicked off, and especially if she's a captain. For anything, you're the role model for the school and the squad. So that comes with a lot more pressure and a lot more eyes. So I don't think neither one of us would have got kicked off. Okay. Now, the next question after that was, who was most likely to get into a fight with the uniform on or without the uniform? 
Now, hands down, <laughs> this fucking goes to Cody. Hands down. Cody is going to go upside a bitch head. Um, <laughs> I don't know how too much of how she was going to deal with rival teams. Because, you know, it, uh, to the supporter parents that do go to games, you know, they talking shit in the stands. They're like, boo. It's all this fuck was that it's all this crazy stuff happening so cody was most likely to go upside a motherfucking head now me i was gonna go upside a nigga head but i was gonna catch your ass after the game period i i'm gonna catch you after the fact and go upside a motherfucker's head um and take the uniform off so that way they can't pin this on me but Cody is not going to give a fuck either way. So hands down, that goes to Cody. The next question was, would you guys would have dry cleaned your uniforms, press your uniforms manually, or just went to the game as is? Now, this question almost kind of has like three moving parts in it. Um, cause Cody and I weren't very girly girly. We were very rough around the edges, but now since we're talking about coming into high school, I don't believe that the coach would have allowed us to be coming to a game any type of fucking way. Um, so if anything, Cody could have gave her uniform to me. I will wash and press the shit along with mine because we wasn't going to have no money for dry clean. So, and you can't go to a game with a wrinkled uniform. Um, wrinkled ribbons, like, as a cheerleader, as cliche as it sounds, you have to be put together. You can't, your makeup can't be any type of way. You have to wear red lipsticks that actually match your complexion. Like it's moving parts to this. So you can't go to no game any kind of way, smelling any kind of way. That's just not going to be realistic. So I believe, and especially if she was going to be captain, it, there's no room for error. So we were going to, uh, we were going to have to pull it together and scrape our pennies up. Uh, nigga, I, I don't know. Go on charity at the fucking dry cleaner. Like, bitch, look, um, you know my great-grandmother? Okay, she used to own the cleaners. Uh, can you, can you hook this up for the one time, one time? We was gonna have to figure it out because we cannot go looking any type of fucking way. Smelling any type of way. Um, at this, if we were going to take this serious in high school, for real, for real, which she actually did, legs are going to have to be shaved. I just realized my song was on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Had to have a moment real quick. So, your hair is going to be up to, has to be up to par. Your underarms have to be shaved. Your legs have to be shaved. You're in short skirts. Um, you can't be smelling any type of way. You trying to lift your legs up. You doing splits, bitch. We flipping. Ain't no way in hell. You cannot be doing all of this shit as a cheerleader smelling like cafilta fish. 
it's not going to happen. So I believe we really had to put, we would have really had to pull ourselves together. So the next question was, who house was going to be used to get ready before the games? Once again, um, Cause I'm trying to think by high school, my fake ass aunt was living on the first floor. My mother wasn't there. She had moved to Cali uh, and then moved back. And then she moved to Chadwick Avenue. So if she was still on Chadwick by time, um, cause I think when we start high school, 2008, getting ready to be 2009. So yeah, she was on the first floor. So, if we were starting high school at that time, but then blew so fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> so as of right now, as much as I, <laughs> um, for right now, I'm gonna say blue because blue was always in and out. So push come to shove. Technically, I live here. You know what I'm saying? But my grandmother didn't get legal custody of me until 2009. So technically, at this time, my mother was still living on the first floor. So we could have used my first floor apartment to get ready for the game. And if Blue was high and had already smoked a good blunt and was in a good mood, she probably would have even pressed our hair for us. Because as crazy as Blue may fucking be, she did work 13 14 years in a hair salon she can do hair very well um she even did my hair for eighth grade prom i think she did cody hair too and then cody took it out and did something else because i don't think her aunt liked it it was something along those lines but if blue was in a good mood you know what i'm saying it would have been even better if blue wasn't there you know, we would have called her on her weed mission while she, you know, on Shepherd Avenue going to pick up her weed and staying going a few, uh, an hour or two. That would have been, that would have came in clutch. We would have been able to tackle everything. Shower, um, shower is important. Sh um, shower, hair, makeup, body spray. We would have been able to tackle all of that shit tackle all of that shit we would have been able to do it if blue was there but she would have had to be in a good mood because if she's in a fuck mood like giving fuck girl vibe everything would have been shut down okay and then we would have been fucking ass out and then we would have really been at games looking crazy so um if blue was in a good mood preferably out the house and on a weed mission that would have came in clutch <laughs> The next question was, who was most likely to be the basketball team favorite cheerleader? Um, I want to say me, because Cody doesn't like people, and I don't really like people too much either. Um, so... Uh, I would have said me because I just probably would have smiled and said hi and bye and not try to be an asshole. But neither one of us really like people. Um, that's why we're best friends. Anyway. <laughs> the next question was, was which I really kind of answered. Um, 
who was most likely to shower before and after games um if possible we will shower before um depending after that's up in the air as well next question after that who was most likely to be eating during practice that's Cody. Cody loves to snack. She was going to be the Carisha from bringing on all of nothing, always eating. So that's Cody. Even though she's very skinny, she eats a lot. Okay. I'm so upset about that. I can eat one meal and be rotund. So that that was going to be her okay that's my other shit too so that was answering all of the questions when it came to cheer okay um as y'all see we really didn't have a support system <laughs> i'm trying to think should i end this episode here and pick up on a I'll answer my part with the um with the parenting. Okay, so in high school, I took a parenting class once I had moved to North Carolina and I started doing electives because I was short on elective credits. The high school I had came from, we didn't have electives, but it was a requirement to graduate from North Carolina. So I started taking a parenting class and I got to put on a bodysuit to be full nine months pregnant in high school. So I had to get to school about 30 minutes early, almost an hour early to put on this fucking suit. It came with fake titties, this big ass stomach, and that suit itself was 95 pounds. That's a lot of weight to be carrying. Ooh, child, when I tell you my back, my feet, my neck, and my back, ooh. I was walking through high school so irritated. I couldn't fit in my desk. I had to sit sideways. Everybody was staring at me. I was not cute pregnant. I was looking a hot fucking mess pregnant. I was not cute at all. Um, that shit was 95 pounds. And I had to wear a t-shirt that said, I am pregnant. get to my first class which is african-american studies i love that class um everybody was just kind of staring at me like uh and then the shirt says i'm pregnant and it's fucking obvious i'm a full nine months pregnant i shouldn't have worn them fucking uggs because i don't i didn't have this oh champ my back hurting right now think about this shit Ooh. anyway <laughs> Everybody was staring at me and I didn't like that. I wasn't, I wasn't cute pregnant. I felt embarrassed. Everybody was looking at me. Everybody wanted to touch my belly, even though it's not shit in it, you know, other than the weight. Child, when I tell you I was moving to them classes, slow motion, I couldn't sit like, am I, I couldn't sit straight forward in my desk I had to sit to the side which was like really fucking annoying um 
everybody was touching my belly everybody wanted to take pictures record like it was it was a hot mess and then when I got to my last class of the day I had to leave 20 minutes early to give birth to my son so they um you know I gave the teacher the note he like what is it he was one of them really rude teachers but he was so hot anyway that's another story for another time and um he was like what is it and I handed him the note that said I had to go into labor. And he looked at me and looked at this fake belly. He like, what? I'm like, from my parenting class, I had to go pick up my baby. You holding me up. So he finally let me leave after interrogating me. I don't know if he thought this shit was a joke, if I did this shit myself. But then it had to come to the realization that we do actually have a parenting class. Anywho. I go to pick up my son. I get an African baby. Instantly, I'm a statistic. They don't give me a father. They gave me some ugly ass clothes that was too big for my son. I named my son after me. I named him Aziz. Hold on, somebody texting. I don't know, phone went off, but. So anywho, I named him Aziz. I was gonna name him at the dollar bill and dollar bill looked at the baby and said he was ugly, so he couldn't have his name. Um, which is no surpriser if you know dollar bill. He, he's definitely gonna say some wild shit from time to time. So I named my son at the me and uh, dollar bill picked me up they gave me a car seat and everything. We had to put this little band on our wrists to like, uh, each time the baby cried, we had to click our wrists to start tracking that we're actually taking care of the baby. So anywho, get in the car, Dollar Bill looked at that baby. He like, that baby ugly. I said, thanks Dollar, thanks for making me feel like shit. Okay, get inside the house. I'm watching Brother Chucky, um, get, hitting up the plug, you know, trying to go pick up the weed and all that on the low, low. Okay, the baby starts crying, screaming at the top of his fucking lungs while I'm watching a scary movie. So I immediately jumped, thinking that the baby was fucking possessed. Anyways, click, try to treat it. My cousin hit me up, like, do you want to go to the mall? I'm like, yeah. And Dollar, like, don't forget your baby. He like, where the father at? I said, they didn't give me a father. He like, so you a single parent? He like, you know you're going to have to work extra hard to take care of that baby. He was really taking it serious, for real, for real. So I went to the mall with the baby. The baby was crying in the mall. Everybody was looking at me and staring at me. Then I went back to my cousin's house. Then I went to go, Um, I had to take the baby everywhere. Then... I went to go meet up with the plug to go smoke a blunt. I even had to smoke the blunt with the baby. Um, like, you know, I put it in the stroke in the little uh, car seat and put the blanket over so the smoke wouldn't get in. Child, we were smoking, all that. Boom. Baby still crying. Baby started crying like 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, waking up crying like... <sighs> 
I'm at the table trying to eat breakfast. He like, you going to eat before you feed the baby? Listen, Dolly, the baby's not real. I am. <laughs> Come Monday morning, I damn near threw that baby in that fucking classroom. I was over it. I was over being a teen mom. But I had already had practice with being a teen mom while watching all those fucking kids that I had to watch. But that's another story for another time. So technically, I felt like I didn't really need to do this shit. So I ended up failing with the baby. Like I got like, I want to say a C minus, like borderline a D. I got like a C minus when it came to taking care of the baby. It, um, it gave you a report card. So that's how that went uh mommy seven but that's it for today's episode of keeping it spicy let's go ahead and have a jam to take us out